We are here now with Hall of Famer. I don't need to say future. Thank I don't need you, to say pending. That, Hall of Famer, Isaac That's Bruce, uh, Sims and Lefko. I don't know if you even know what this is, but this is a place where you can say whatever the fuck you want. Okay. Cursing is allowed. Is Real talk is oh, allowed. Yeah. This right. is trust tree. Well, you guys are safe with me. Because, uh, oh, know. I appreciate you very much. <laughs> Uh, so you're here just because as uh, Steven Nelson hooked this up, and I want to say shout out to Steven double underscore Nelson on Twitter. He is the man uh, for doing this. It's fascinating to me that we talk about athletes all the time. You guys go through your whole career, and it's you're amazing, you're amazing, you're amazing. And then there's this process <laughs> where it's like, but we're not sure how amazing you are. Right. You have you you retired second all time. Was it? Yards or catches? To yards. 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 Yards, yeah. You yards. were part of some of the greatest teams of all time. Correct. Uh, I'm in the 1,000 reception club. Yes. And yeah, pub yourself. Feel well, free well, to do no, it. These are facts. Yeah, these are really facts. But, but, yeah. These are just facts. Yes. I mean, when I retired, I mean, uh, I, had, I was close to 100 touchdowns. Yes. Per touchdown reception. But when you know, I like the factor in the the big one in Super Bowl thirty four. That that's got to be at least fifteen. Hey, that one catch. Is I was at least there. 15, so. I was there. Were you, you really? Know? I was sitting in the stands. <laughs> yep. Now, but my thing is, is what is it like for your entire life for people to tell you how incredible you are, and then all of a sudden there's this part where people go, "Well, we need to evaluate this a little bit further." Well, it, it's different, be, and 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 it's important. Uh, that you always have your own identity of what type of player you are mm. because you have those valleys. At, at, at times when you're drafted and after you're drafted, everybody's scrutinizing the place where you're drafted, uh, the impact that you're going to make on the team. Yeah. Uh, and from there, once you retire, um, you know, when you're, when you're being scrutinized to, to get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, you know, they kind of nitpick and yeah. chisel and see what's, you know, what, what you did do or what you didn't do. So it's kind of the same. So I always wanted to have my own identity about who I was. You seem to know who you are, though. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. I, do you get frustrated with the process? Because I, I, I'll just say this. I'm going to put it out there. I get frustrated with the whole Hall of Fame thing. Okay. I don't like it. Okay. Uh, my dad is somewhat in the same boat as you. I mean, he retired and he was at the top of a lot of lists now. And, of yeah. course, the numbers and the offensive, the way it's gone and football, uh, the numbers have exploded. So, people like you sometimes can get lost in the shuffle even though your numbers are actually still right up they're there with up the, there. exactly i mean they're staring you right in the face yes. i mean you can't get away from it and then when you're just looking at the body of work see a lot of people seem seem to think that it's you know isaac bruce versus another wide receiver right it's not it's probably me versus tony baselli yes and, and things of that nature yes. but at the same time you know what i did on the football field that's that it's no more can be done so i'm, I'm done with it but as far as frustration, not really, because they talk about, you know, this log jam at wide, wide receiver. Yes. You know, I never put myself in that log jam right. because I'm different. Right. I mean, you look at my stats, look at the postseason play and what happened. It makes me different from those other big Yeah, other there, it, it does. And it, all right, so this is just my problem. I don't even want you to comment this because you might not get the votes if they hear you say it. But like it drives me crazy. First of all, that the media gets full outright on Hall of Fame careers. I mean. I go into a press box in an NFL football game, and there's guys writing an article. Oh, there's a big play. Oh, let me see what happened. Oh, <laughs> let me tweet that out. Great play. And now he's an expert on what happened in the game. True. And then, so that hey, drives hey, me crazy. Did I have a good relationship with Isaac that Bruce? Goes Why into does it that too. factor or in? Or did I have a relationship? Exactly. You know what I mean? People I, are voting, and they've never even met you, and they're, yeah, exactly. Right. So uh, you are totally justified to be a Hall of Famer, hands <laughs> down, okay? And the thing I like about your career more than anything is, 
you were balling before the greatest show yep. on turf. That's the thing that I think people they think that oh, you just came about when you started winning Super Bowls mm-hmm. and getting to the Super no. Bowl. He and all was that wearing crap. those old jerseys. No. His best year was with Chris Miller as his quarterback. Thank okay, you. so you. 1995 was his best year of your career. It speaks to your talent, your longevity, everything you did. Also, I, all right. So this is my. Do you get? Do you feel like you get lost in the shuffle because of some of the greatness on your offensive team uh, at times too? Yeah, that's Just the weird of thing with fall. Orlando Pace right. and everybody. Not at all. I mean, you know, we had a great team. We had a great group of uh, guys playing on offense. Um, kind of like you mentioned. You know, before I met all of those guys, yeah. probably except Marshall, I was already a pro football, uh, pro football, pro bowl. Yeah, I was yeah, a pro, pro bowl, bowl already. Yes, right. So uh, I saw. Every one of those guys come in. I remember drafting uh, Big O. Yep. I remember drafting uh, T. Hope. Right. Yep. I remember Kurt Warner coming, coming, uh, being signed and, and, and making the trade for Marshall. So, I mean, I was there to see it all. But at the same time, you know, we all needed each other. We yeah. fed off each other. Yeah. We played well with each other. I, you know, I used to call myself uh, the, the number one decoy when I was being a decoy. Yeah. And I was the number one wide receiver when I was getting the football. Yeah, so right. that's the way I looked at it. Yeah. It was so – I watched uh, the America's Game or the story of the, the greatest show on yeah. turf. And it talked about how you were there and you never got that win. And then it meant so much for oh, you yeah. to get that win. But for me, the craziest part was to know that you were actually injured for the Super Bowl, or was it the NFC Championship game? The NFC, no, the divisional round. The divisional yeah, round. The divisional round versus the Vikings. The Vikings. Yeah. So you're getting ready to play the Vikings. <laughs> and what did you do to your leg? You know, um, I pulled my hamstring in, in pregame, and it's funny because you know um, I came I came in my second year. I had this this huge season, uh, well over 1,700 yards receiving. Next year, I led the league in receiving yards. And then the following year, I started having these hamstring issues. So mm. um, it went on for two seasons straight. Right. So uh, coming into the 1999 season, no one expected us to really do anything, right. you know, as a team. Right. And we started on a roll, 5 and 6 and Green went down. Absolutely. You know, we were all devastated. But, um, you know, I was walking past a television and, and watching one of these guys like you just mentioned, who probably types for a living. Yeah. Um, you know, he says, well, isn't it time for the Rams to implode? Isn't it time for Isaac Bruce to pull a hamstring? And that kind of sat down in me, and I was Damn. like, whoa, okay. Yeah. So me being me, I, the whole entire pregame before that playoff game, I said, okay, I'm not doing anything. Right. I'm not going to run. I'm not going to stretch or do anything. I go, to, I go to make one stretch, and my hamstring pops. Man. What and, does it feel like when a hamstring <laughs> pops? Is oh, it like man. you know right away? Oh, you know right away. You can hear it. You can feel it. Oh. It's one of the most painful things. But you look okay. Yes. I mean, as you as you know, you've thrown a lot of receivers in. I semi pulled my hamstring once. I'm not really fast <laughs> enough to fully pull it, so you have no, to be man. fast to pull it's, a hamstring. It's, 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 it's pain, man. Well, the story is is that the first play was designed for you. Was a deep post since that Thursday. Since that Thursday, yeah. they were talking all week. We're going on a deep post to yeah. Isaac Bruce. Everyone knows it, yeah. and you were like, "I'm not telling anybody that I popped my hamstring." No, the great, the great mind, Mike Martz, had put it together. Uh, he had he had peeped it out, you know, versus the Vikings. Vikings set it up perfectly. I was in a slot. T.O. was outside. And, um, you know, as I'm walking in the locker room before the game started, you know, I just gingerly walk in, walk by the trainer, head trainer. I didn't want to give him eye contact. And, uh, you know, those guys go nuts. What's going on? It goes from him to the head coach and then to the media. Then everybody's upset. So um, I kind of walk in the locker room. I call my sister up, man, and we pray. You know, I believe in the power of prayer. So we get on. We get on. And um, I'm gingerly walking. The Vikings got the ball first. They they take it down the field. They had a good offense that year, too. Yes, they did. And, um, you know, they, they kick the field goal. But, you know, it's probably seven minutes left in the first quarter before we get on the field. Damn. And, and you know, I'm standing in the slot, 
hamstring pull. And by the time I, I I took off, man, it was supernatural, man. I mean, I, I outran everybody. Yes. That everybody. playoff adrenaline. Absolutely. <laughs> it was like a 60, 70-yard 70 touchdown. 70-yard touchdown, first playoff game ever in the what city of What did it feel Louis. like to run on that? I, I didn't feel it, man. Really? Honestly, I didn't feel it. And I had pulled hamstrings, you know, the two, two years previous to uh, the 99 season. And, wow. And, man, it was amazing. That's uh, Just the I structure of the leg. Watching if, that game. If it's popped yeah. and you're still able to run. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> all right, so wait, I, I always like to ask these kind of questions, yeah. right? Just to, like I, I'm a, a historian and grew up in the game, right? So I'd right. like to know, first of all, uh, toughest guy you ever had to go against DB-wise that you just thought, man, this guy is a handful man-to-man. Well, I, I'd say this. I always have to describe the guy. Yeah, sure. I mean, he, it's like um, it's a guy who, who, who really did his homework. He yeah. studied me. Right. Uh, he studied the splits, yep. uh, the things I like to do in press coverage, uh, what I do. Versus a man that tries to get his hands on me, or a guy that just kind of shadowed me down the field. So, the 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 guy that did that the best was Aeneas Williams. I knew um, you were going to yeah. say that when, when we you played him. him he was yeah, smart because man, he you know? understood all yeah. the offense and yeah. what it was trying to do. Absolutely. So you know he could he could read formations right. and be in your way really, and and that's what made him one of the and best. And then you got to be play. his teammate at the end of the career. Right. Too. Yeah. Absolutely. What about defense? What was the toughest defense you went against? Where you were just like, wow, these guys are for real. Because I mean, you had the NFC Championship game against right. that great Bucks defense, right. of course. Like that, that was one. Yeah. That was one. I mean, they were they were. Technically sound, they right. were everywhere. Never played you man to man, just Tampa two. Absolutely and, right, and no one, no one really broke down. Um, you know, they never got out of position. Right, they were always there. Their front four could get to the quarterback. Absolutely right, and uh, and they did that. They did that well. But I'd have to say another defense would have to be. They'd have to have not only did their homework, right, but also kind of crossed the line a little bit. And we saw that probably in Super Bowl thirty six. Yes. Well. Yes. Okay. This is great. I'm so glad you're going here. Okay. I'm go- I, this is where I want to go. I have no idea what you're going The Patriots. Talking He's talking about the Patriots. Okay. Oh, yeah. And cross oh. the line a little bit. So, though, no, this is where I wanted to go with this interview. I'm so yeah. glad he is directing As an me Eagles here. fan, I'm excited about this too. Let's right. get him. I worked, facts, for, I worked for the Patriots. Okay. All right. So, first of all, this is the first thing I want to ask. On a weekly basis or a yearly basis, what do you think about more? The Super Bowl win or the Super Bowl loss? Oh, the loss. Man. Right. Of course. That's okay. Obviously, the loss. I just yeah. I try to explain that to viewers all the yeah. time because losses are always what athletes think about yeah. and we always have this conversation yeah. all right other thing is i played against the patriots too i worked up there too when my career was over mm-hmm. now belichick's amazing so don't get me wrong oh absolutely but when i played against him in 2005 we were a playoff team for the bucks and man i, I mean yeah i had moments in that game where i was like shit they know the play we're running they know my check like they literally know what i'm checking you teddy brewski was like oh they're going there and yes. like all seven were like yep you're right he's going there yes. and i wanted to be like fuck were they in the huddle with me so go ahead how do you feel about <laughs> them did they did you have moments during that game now that you look back at it and go damn they knew what we were doing in some of these formations or what we were doing up, up to that game to the, up to that point right no one no had, one touched and, you. no one had anticipated what we were doing yeah as far as where we were going, where the ball was going, right. or or if we were going to start with the run and really hammer you with the pass, right? N- no one, no right. one had did that. So for guys to be all over, sitting that. right there waiting on me, right. sitting right there waiting on T Hope, yes, you know, sitting there waiting on Marshall to do what you, what we normally do, yes, uh, something was going it's on. Fishy, man. You know, right? You I make me you. scratch your head. I know we turned the ball over a couple of times, but so when you no, T right. Holt, Marshall are right. talking or whatever, it has to come. And you're like, yo, fuck those motherfuckers. Well, you know what? It's, it's like they won the game. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I've never watched the film. Yeah. But still, no, I've never watched it. I, I don't have any interest in yeah. watching it. But you know, just and then when everything comes out, 
know. I know. When it comes out, you kind of say, uh, you, 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 you question it, right? Because yeah. I remember for the Eagles, we were questioned because it was like, oh, they had they like watched pregame or something like that. And then the Rams, what, wasn't it like they were in the stadium or something like that during like well, walkthrough yeah, the, or the something? Talk is that yes, they were they were filming the walkthrough the day before the game. But right. t- you know, TMZ is wasn't around then. Right. You know everything Ooh, that's come out. Right. TMZ always puts it out, but we've never seen that tape. Man. Yeah, no, that's I interesting. Know. Right? You're, it is interesting. So. Listen, I, I get it, and and I tr- I have yeah. the same questions having played against them. I also yeah. will say that having worked there, I've never seen an organization be <laughs> so detailed in the way they break teams down too. <laughs> but uh, trust me, I get you 100. percent Is there? I mean, that was the birth of Tom Brady. Is it? What is it like to see him? Does any of that residue come back? Well, you know, in in that game, we ended up tying the game, got got the game tied, and, and then. Uh, yeah, Super rock and roll rookie pro man. It was yeah. it was awesome in New Orleans. But um, you know, ended up tying up the game, and you know, Brady comes back on the field, leads them down, you know, set them up for a venetary field goal. But at the same time, you know, I, I really wanted that game. Sitting here now, and I'm like, man, I wish we had won that game. Yeah, because that know, could have been dynasty. Absolutely, for with, you guys. You know, especially with Brady's success right now. Right. I, you know, I could have sat back and you know put my feet on the couch and said, yeah, 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 I, I took, I took that down. Yeah, I got <laughs> right. him. I hear you. But it's yeah. incredible because the the Kurt story was so romantic. You know, here's this Iowa b- grocery bagger that comes out when Trent Green was the people do not realize how big of a free agent signing Trent Green oh, it was. Huge. It was huge. That was. And then when he went down, the emotions on Dick Vermeule's face and the team, and for Kurt having this romantic story to be beaten by the sixth round, 200th, 199th Tom Brady, it was like the passing of the torch almost from like the romantic QB to the next one. A little bit too soon, though. I agree. For my liking. Yeah. 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 But. That's what happened. You know? oh, never, I just remember like Teddy Bruschi like slamming Marshall Falk into the ground like away from the play and like never being called and yeah, stuff that like that. Yeah, was the Willie McGinnis. Yeah. Willie McGinnis. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's where I last. Time. I'm going to make this statement for you too because you do believe, deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Okay. And 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 whether people don't think you deserve to be whatever, your numbers justify it. But this is the other thing that I'm going to say justify it. I mean, forget that you were an awesome football player and that justifies it as well. But Kurt Warner's in the Hall of Fame, and I do have – I'm just going to say this. Listen, Kurt Warner's really good. I'm not trying to take anything away from okay. him. But I look at that team and that offense, and I go, <laughs> shit, you guys made Kurt Warner more than he made you guys. I would just like that to be out there. I'm going to say that. You don't even have to comment on that, okay? <laughs> you could, I'm though, just if you want say, to. No, I can, yeah, right? If yeah, I want. But yeah. I'm just going to say that. Are you saying we were already made men before you got there? I'm just saying there's a lot of quarterbacks you could have put in that <laughs> offense, and they would have put up incredible numbers, and they still would have called it the greatest I mean, show on I mean, turf. You so that's went all through I'm it. saying. I'm Marshall just saying Falk, that for Isaac you, Bruce. I appreciate you. Yeah. Tory Holt. Um, Ricky Prohl, right. Azahir Hakim, right. Orlando Pace. An offense that really nobody had ever s- seen to that degree. It was a special offense. And now offense. is the norm. Well, just imagine how great it would have been had Trent played. Yeah, right. Trent was coming from Washington with Coach Martz. So yes. he, had, he was already wet in that in that offense gotcha. already. Right. So, yes, eh. I know. I know what you he mean. He would have scored 700 points this <laughs> season. You know, I mean, he, you know, it was mentioned at the Hall of Fame this, this, this summer, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Trent, you know, he was highlighted. So, yeah. I could tell you want it. Um, it's interesting. You know, you have the Super Bowl ring, and people say, people that don't have a Super Bowl ring, what would you rather have, a Super Bowl ring, Super or, Bowl or, ring or a Hall of Fame? Super Bowl ring. What does the gold jacket represent to you, though? Why is that well, the exclamation it, point? As far as playing football is concerned, I think it caps uh, a career where, you know, my goals were set to not only make it to Super Bowls and play in Super Bowls, but, 
uh, also to play in Pro Bowls and yeah. be one of the best ever. So right. that kind of, you know, in the eyes of other people, gotcha. not, not just myself, it kind of validates that yeah. and, and just stamps it. Right. You know? What was the yeah. age where you're like, I'm really good at this? Uh, 2022. So that's after college.Eah, I was, uh, was my second year in the NFL. And right, right between my second season starting, in between when I started uh, really, really manhandling. The 1,700-yard year. Yeah, when I was manhandling uh, Todd Light right. and the other guys, Robert Bailey's in the, in the, uh, in the spring. Right. And I was like, oh, my goodness, oh, I'm I running be... by these guys now. So <laughs> right. I was ready. Yeah. You know? yeah. Did you have a moment where a coach was like, do you realize how good you can be in this league? Yeah, Coach Mike Martz, he would tell me that quite a bit. And, um, you know, he, he really he tutored me well. He taught me, gave me quarterback eyes. You right. know what I'm saying? So he uh, let me know when I was getting the football sure. and what coverage I could expect the football. But at the same time, you know, like I said, I, I, I would consider myself the number one decoy in the league. When I had to run to get open for other guys, yeah. I'm doing 100 miles per hour. That yeah. was just my job. Yeah, yeah. right, yeah. right. I know. That, well, that's the, that's the tough thing to do when you got other guys on your offense that they want to design plays for. You get, to, you get to be the guy that, hey, take the safety off the top, <laughs> run 70 yards down the field, run back to the huddle, please, and then we'll call another route for you. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, that was me. And But at the same time, when it was my time to shine, you know, I'd tell my tight ends, okay, you got to get on your horse here every yeah. time. You know, that's the first thing that all my tight ends that I played with Will tell you that right, coming out. You're gonna run like get on your horse, man. You go 94. There right. you go. That's <laughs> me. You know, Chris. Uh, is it cool to watch the Rams doing their thing right now? Oh, absolutely, man. I'm excited, especially after what it was. Yeah. Oh, like the for, last, for few the last years. ten. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible, man. Do they still keep you in the loop? Because you're, of course, one of the greatest receivers in the history of the franchise. But it's weird because they're not in the city you played in. Right. So do they do a good job of keeping the the core together? They do a really decent job with me uh, being on the East Coast. They they move from the Midwest now. Right. It went from a two-and-a-half-hour flight to a four-, five-, six-hour flight for <laughs> right. me. But they do a very good job keeping me in the loop. Uh, the, my teammates, um, they try to bring us back as, as, as much as possible. We have alumni weekend. Yep. I'm actually going to see uh, in, in a couple of weeks versus Philadelphia Eagles. Kind of, you know, it kind of humble them a little bit. Right. You know, they're dancing bring on the field down. right now. So <laughs> just say relax, relax. You know, yeah. you're still Philadelphia now. You always what get close, but you don't, you don't really. <laughs> Bye. That you is get the not cheese stick, stick, but you don't really bring home the trophy. <laughs> that's not, you know that's, I mean? it's, that's it's not a, the subtitle. It's not Philadelphia Eagles. We always get close. Well, hey, look, listen. I mean, Dick Dick Vermeil had an opportunity in 1980, but you know he didn't get it till he came to the Rams. And that wow. NFC that NFC Championship game in 2002. That was before the Eagles that were was like Philadelphia. Oh, it was Philadelphia. Yeah. And it was who was I running by? It was Bobby, Bobby Taylor, and Troy, Troy Vincent. Vincent. Yeah, I was like, "Come on, you guys!" Well, then let me ask you this: one guy that I think is in your semifinal class is Brian Dawkins. Yeah, and that what was that face? I mean, that's what it is, man. I mean, what do you think of Brian Dawkins? He was an okay player. Stop. He was. He's like the greatest I mean, was, player of all time. Okay. I mean, you're you're an Eagles fan. So. Well, wait, what do you mean he's okay? He was okay. He, I mean, he he was. Uh, he, be, he, he would be around plays and make plays. I, I got respect for him. He's a Florida guy. I got respect yeah. for him. So, um, what was his downside? He's a Hall of Famer. I give him that. Okay, but yeah. what what were his limitations? What I mean, did you take it, advantage? You're of? You're talking to a wide receiver. I, I'm curious. And he was a safety. Yeah, and uh, you know we chat not as fast. every night. Oh, so. <laughs> I, I mean, it. It, it doesn't stop because guys retire. You yeah, know, yeah. But, you I know, we, we may hug, but you know, and that would be about it. Yeah, I just—I'll <laughs> never forget. It was like third and long or fourth down, and it was a Freddie Mitchell across the middle, and an E.S. Williams knocked it down, and that was the moment where it ended for me. <laughs> and that was the first of three NFC Championship. Guys were actually losses. leading at halftime. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I mean, because yeah, uh, but we weren't worried at all. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> no. Of course, not. seriously, no. We, Ain't we that shit Philadelphia? Well, the true thing was is that was before the Eagles were that like that was the first time they went, and I had no expectation of beating you guys. Yeah, you we were ahead of schedule. Yeah, we were ahead of schedule. You guys were still that was you trying to get back again and yeah. doing it again. Um, but no, Andy Reid. Awesome coach, man. Is he? Awesome, man. I like Andy. Philadelphia yeah. has a weird relationship with him. Well, I, I, I think he's one coach that they shouldn't have let get away. No, I agree. I mean, he's very, very what knowledgeable. What did you think of Donovan McNabb? Um, I thought Donovan was was a good quarterback, man. He did a lot of things well. Yeah. Um, he kept plays alive. I mean, yeah. he's, he's a guy that I could play with. I'd say that. I'm curious, what do you think about wide receivers in the NFL right now? Who catches your attention? Um, I spoke about Keenan Allen uh, out to San Diego. Um, he does not get come enough back, love. Come back from a uh, – uh, shattered knee, and come has back and play the way he has. And uh, fierce guy, fierce competitor. I like I like competitors on the football field. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. well, he's smooth as hell. Like you, he's not as explosive as you. Uh, but the thing, not I'll, many are. Not many, not many are. Yeah. Yo, that's where I want to go. That's where I actually want to go. Just you too. Like all right, just growing up. Yeah. Even in your career, I mean, you just talked about playing the Vikings in that playoff game. They had Chris Carter and Moss. Right. Who were the guys that you just looked back at and you admired, whether you were playing and right. watching them on film or just growing up that you admired at the receiver position? Well, um, I'm from South Florida, and I was a big-time Miami Dolphin fan, and I had three uh, heroes. Yeah. And uh, Dan Marino obviously was right. one. And every time I see him, I still get a picture with him. And, he, <laughs> and you know, he's looking at me like, dude, what are you doing, sir? <laughs> right. But Mark Clayton, Mark Duper, yeah. I mean, th- those guys raised me as far as football was concerned. And everything that the Miami Hurricanes were doing at that time, you know, I loved seeing those guys and uh, wanted to get offered a scholarship there, but it didn't happen. But just their confidence in, as far as football was playing, I, yeah. I enjoyed watching them. And once I got to the league, I had guys like Flipper Anderson. Flipper Anderson, yeah. uh, you know, had an amazing career. I mean, he was uh, I know. He fast. Ran, he beat my dad in the playoff he game really on the did. last no, play of the game. No, classic. He Cla- classically beat your dad yeah. on that last play, <laughs> Yeah, man. you remember that play. Yeah, ran through the tunnel. Oh, yes, sweet, man. We talked about it. That's one of the first things we talked about when I got there. And he'll be in Phil- He'll be in Los Angeles with, with that right. game. Yeah. So I'm excited to see him. But he was fast. And uh, Jesse Hester, great route runner out of Florida right. State. He taught me really how to get open versus zone. And, uh, you know, obviously when we played uh, the San Francisco 49ers, I, I love John Taylor. Yeah. He, he's, he's, he's a strong, uh, yeah. explosive guy. Wore every pad like every Dick, Eric Dickinson <laughs> yeah, did. Yeah, right. People and, don't uh, realize how good he was oh, just because oh, of Jerry. You no, know, he wasn't, Jerry wasn't there by himself. Yeah, I mean, I know. John Taylor was, was a freak show. Oh, absolutely, right, man. Right. So I don't think he got enough credit in another guy that we don't mention, Andre Risen. Oh, yeah. man. Andre Risen was, was tough, man. I mean, with everything he had going on off the field, right, right. to pr- have the production that he had on the field, yeah. just imagine if he was a focused guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he'd be explosive. Man. Tim, you just made yeah. me remember Eric Molds. Like I remember Eric Molds. Eric yeah. Molds is great too. Yeah, right? he's good There's too. so many receivers that you look back in time and that like they slip through the cracks. Webster Slaughter's. Were... You know, I always oh. looked at those guys because I was similar built. You know what I mean? And right. um, Webster Slaughter, I wanted to be him. Eighty-four you know in the Browns, and he didn't care who lined up. I, I'd see him make Rod Woodson look silly. Yeah. You know? So. I'm, I, I could really tell you're a huge football fan because yeah, like you're like me. Yeah, I can yeah. tell you grew up really paying attention. So I, I mucho respecto that. Appreciate it, <laughs> I man. Do. That was you. Spanish. <laughs> uh, who who kind of instilled that in you? Who was like, let's watch? I grew up in South Florida. I mean, my older brother in football is just huge. The, the I mean, Florida boys. You, you want a good college team, you go recruit South Florida. Uh-huh. And uh, that's what you do. So we we have it. I had it in my family. Uh, just played. We played all year round. I mean, you know, with the with the weather. So we were able to go out front, go out back, and just play for our, our sports teams, and it was just instilled at us I, in a I, young age. Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I, I just say that I think that's something that's just uh, 
like cool that I, I actually I was in this conversation with somebody yesterday. I mean, I, Florida is the most talented state yeah. in the country. I don't it's think it's Florida, always, Texas, and California. I do it. I think but the Florida, gap between Texas and Florida. Is like, I agree. That's what really I was gonna wide, say. Man. I do. It's, it doesn't yeah. have the greatest publicity because they yeah. don't have you know the show and Odessa Permian yes. and all that crap. <laughs> Friday Night Lights, but. Nobody can compete with Florida, and especially South Florida, like he's saying. Absolutely. I was going to say There's South Florida. There's professionals on every high school team yes. almost. There's yes. that, and I also think guys from Florida play harder and nastier they than like the other the places. They, they like do. the lights. They do. Yes. They're not afraid of it. I feel like Texas, they're used to the lights, but they don't crave them. Florida, you Florida, right. it's, it's like Showtime. Medicine. The lights are on. They're, Let's go. Florida players are planning to show you up. Mm. Right. They're going to tell you what they're going to do to you and then celebrate it right there in your face. And yeah. that's the way we were, that's the way we were brought up. What high school did you go to? The University of Dillard. Dillard. Yeah. <laughs> University. Because I played, you know, I, of course, when I was on Tampa, this is another thing just to qualify South Florida football, Miami Northwestern. Yeah. We had five guys from that high school from on our the Tampa West. team. You got to call it the West. The West. Is yes, that what they say? What they the it, West. Yeah. I yeah. mean, That's where Teddy yes. Bridgewater went, too. Yes. Right. And Geno Smith, who's starting for the Giants this week. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's unbelievable. If you yeah. look the alumni there, they almost could have their own Hall of Fame it's true, team. Man. It's, it's true, It's unreal. You're yeah. right. Dawkins is from Florida. He is in Florida. Damn. Man. They're <laughs> I mean, all from like, there. Like I say, man, you look at you look at what's happening now in college. Clemson? Clemson? Yeah. All Florida guys. Yeah, they a lot got of Florida. Florida. That's another state. Alabama, South Carolina produces deep, a lot. Yeah. Like I know Clowney was from there and a bunch yeah. of those guys. Yeah. Um, cornerbacks. You already said Aeneas Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, Dre Bly. You had a... I mean, I could just go through all of these. Oh, me and Dre. So me and Dre, we used to... When he was when I played for the Broncos, we'd play some uh, some poker together. Oh, that's him. Oh, that I know. All it's day. Yeah. All day. Yeah. The entire flight to and back. Oh, so. he was a fiend for oh, it. But goodness. we had a lot of good times together. And then, yeah. you know, Taking every now Lamont and then. Jordan's money. Well, he'd lose. And then he, you know, it would always happen is we'd all lose at some point. Right. And, like, he'd lose a big chunk over, like, a two-week span. You wouldn't see him for, like, five <laughs> weeks. And I went through the same thing where I'd be like, hey, I'm the man at this gambling stuff. And then I'd lose a bunch of money and wouldn't was be around. Was that going on, the, on, like, plane flights back then? When wasn't it going on? Yeah. I mean, what was the game? Was it was it- even worse then. That crew, their time, they didn't have to worry about anything. They didn't have to true. worry about Twitter and phone pictures. So and- was it like AC Ducey? Was it uh, poker? I think it was Tunk. Oh, Tunk, yeah. Um, and Spades? What are when we talking? I, oh, man, what is it? Um, it was one other game. I remember when I leave. But So yeah. he told a story recently about Keyshawn losing how much on a flight? 29 grand wow. on ACDC. Did you ever see <laughs> like a, a big... The Corey Ivy. Oh, Corey Ivy. Yes. Former teammate of mine. Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah. I figured, yeah. Yep. Did you ever see like a big hand go down? I've seen a couple of big hands, especially my rookie year. My second year, I saw a lot of big hands. Um, uh, I think the biggest one I saw was 15 grand. Yeah, you know, I won't call names. So but, why not? I mean, their wives probably didn't know about it. So. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's, good, they have a deck a, now. They, they, they got it. <laughs> but but yeah, but I've never seen it. It never exploded. Fortunately, on, right. on the plane where they got it. I can't. Coach. I can imagine how it would. Yeah. I mean, you got grand? millionaires. Yes, fighting over fifteen grand. So yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's bragging it's rights. Respect, it's everything. Man, you know? <laughs> it's exactly. Do you do you Screw look around the, the league right now and go, wow? Uh, the entire league has adopted what we, the philosophy that we brought in the early 2000s, late 90s. The teams that are trying to throw it around right now, um, I can see a lot of what we were doing. Um, I think the only thing that, you know, some of them don't have is, uh, you know, uh, 28 in the backfield. You know, we could just go yeah. two tights, three tights, and just it's give it to them. And, and you can't, you, what can you do? Right. So, then he'd um, split out, and then you go, well, oh, what the hell right. we do now? Right. And, yeah. and, and it's tough. It's tough to carry. It's, it's really tough to, to you know, I, I run into coordinators. You know, we talk a little bit, and I'm like, you know, how's it going? And, 
well, man, we're still trying to create what you guys have. You yeah. know I mean, they're seriously honest about that. So right. um, I, I think a lot of people really respected what we had. Uh, hold on. At its root, yeah. what was it that you guys did that other teams weren't doing? Like what principle were you doing that, that really hadn't been seen? Well, uh, Coach Martz would say, you know, uh, publicly, you know, we I don't know if we were the fastest team, but we play the fastest. I mean, it could have been on the turf, but when we went other places on grass, we were still moving around pretty fast. We move around at a very high pace. And, um, you know, we could, we could, like I said, we could throw to run w- really well, mm. and then we could run to throw really well. So and when you threw, so you threw versatile. for gashes. Absolutely. It wasn't like we, we were trying to throw plays. the bubble screen no, for, no, no, you know. No. See, I don't respect that I, much. I, I, I don't I, like that's that what bothers much, me you know? about this. This is what I'm learning. I drive when crazy. We, his dad, everyone that we talk to, when we start talking about how prevalent the screen game is in today's NFL, everyone just goes, I don't like this. It feels fake. It, I mean, it works, but when it doesn't work, yeah. I mean, it's bad. I mean, and then I think you, it's fake stats too, and, and it's really being taken away a little bit right now. But it's like a long handoff. I, mean, I was going to say it should be considered a running play. Yeah. It should be, especially if it's behind the line of scrimmage, because you know it's easy to get a hundred catches. Right. They you know, I'm not a catch guy. I'm a yards guy. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And yes. I like to get down the field. Right. I agree. And, uh, I like to run my twenty yard. Whoever's giving your Hall of Fame speech should use that line. Why are you catch guys, be yards guys? Well, right? I'll or tell you what, average when, guys. When you look at the all time leading rusher of the National Football League, what, what's the first thing you look at? You yeah, look his at yards his yards, carry. right? Right. Not his carries. Oh, but you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you're what I'm right. You, yeah. don't, you don't look at his carries yeah. because, you know, they could give it to him 35 times. Exactly. You know what I'm I look at Jim Brown because he had five yards per carry. Thank I you. Mean, yes. And, and and all same thing yeah. for a receiver. You know, you, if you have yards and yards per catch, right. that's the first down. Mine's 14.9. So yes. it's the first Damn. down plus four. Yes. Damn, you're getting that's one big, and a half man. first downs every play. That's, that's, that's the thing. Last thing I want to ask you for sure is just you, you were a part. So this is another thing where I think people got to respect what you did because you were a part of the NFL when uh, the DB could still Absolutely. punch you when you were 20 yards down the field Absolutely. and he'd grab you and pull you because the ball was in the air. Right. So now it's it, actually this year I think they're actually being a little more fair and letting defenders have a little contact. But right. when you Especially were playing and they night. changed that rule – I mean, was it just so apparent to you right away there? Like, what was that, like, you know, 2003, 2004, where they finally started to say you can't be as physical downfield? Well, you know what? It, they, I think they kind of, you know, they, they have certain uh, aspects of the game that they're going to highlight. And, yeah. you know, they show it to you in the in the summertime. And right, then, those, and then that entire season, they call it. Right. Uh, the entire regular season, they call it. Then right. when it gets postseason, they don't call it anymore. No, but, you're right. You know, I played in an, area, an, an era where – the defensive back could hold and keep his hands on you, and they can take headshots. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Try right. to get you out of the game. So it, it's changed a lot. Now, I'm an offensive guy, but I feel bad for the defense yeah. because, you know, the game is really about getting the offense points. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, touch them with the fingernails, pass interference. A, a quarterback. Don't get me started with a quarterback. Oh, well, I, yeah, I get like, you. It's ridiculous. On, right? They've, they've trained quarterbacks to, like, when they get tackled, look at the his ref. eyes automatically look at the referee. I got hit, too. Did you guys see what happened to Cam Newton against the Jets? End of the game, gets pushed down by a defensive lineman. The ref has his hand on the flag. Cam looks at him, puts his arm out. Flag comes out. Cam turns his head and smiles. And that sealed the game. Like they that. were running out the clock. Yeah. And that, yeah, well, they are well, the most. Well, if anybody protect- deserves a makeup call, it's Cam, a quarterback. Okay, I'll say that. He's the one guy that they yeah. they they haven't called it fairly for. He at is the quarterback. treated True. like Shaq, he gets where hit. they just yeah, don't call LeBron, fouls. All the time. Like, he's too big to be hurt. We're yeah. going to let them hit him like that. Uh, who impresses you today? 
as far as... Oh, you already said Keenan Allen. Yeah. We were having a debate earlier this week about Antonio Brown and Julio Jones. Okay. One has the physical tools. One is just incredible body control. What do you respect about each of those guys? Well, I'd have to say about Brown. I mean, he could he can start and start, stop with the best mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. I mean, even with the ball in his hand, he, he doesn't change speed. Um, he's tough. He can make the tough catch. He proved that uh, a couple years ago. Oh, <laughs> You man. know, that playoff... You know, oh, when he reached across, yeah, the, uh, I was really impressed he's with fearless. him. He's fearless. The Baltimore game on Christmas last yes, year when he yes. got on the one-yard line and was and, getting killed and, and reached an, over. Another thing, he's he's a Florida guy, too. So <laughs> you got to throw <laughs> yeah. it in. I mean, it, we're not hard to stand out. We stand yes. out a whole lot. But, you know, what I like about Julio, Julio, if when, when they focus on getting him the football, and I'm not a real big Matt Ryan fan at all. I Welcome to the club. When they focus on getting him the football, he makes things happen. Yeah. And the when they when – they, Get to the point where they really want to win a championship and get him a consistent help on the other side. That's yeah. when it's going to happen. Yeah. What? Why don't? Why aren't you a big Matt Ryan fan? We have our own druthers. Well, I think I think um, the the moment of swallow, swallows him up, and it, he's he's shown it yeah. at, at times. And uh, he's one of the most overrated great quarterbacks I've seen. That's what like I would he's say. great. He's real good. He's don't really get me good. wrong, but he's had phenomenal talent around him his whole career. You got to remember, he was the number three pick in a year where the team was really good. But the coach left town, and Michael Vick dog thing happened, and they ended up falling apart Imploding. that year. And the yeah. team was really good to begin with. And he had Michael Turner, and then and he Roddy got to White. take over of a team that was really a playoff caliber football team. And then his first in second year, they traded for Julio Jones in the draft, and they got that around him too. So that's just my <laughs> sound. Like you've studied it. this, yeah, I have. <laughs> yes, right. Well, Matt Ryan's been an interesting case for us. A lot of fans get very upset with us because we don't give him a lot of credit. Well. Uh, the, the proof is in the pudding. You got to prove it on the football field. Yeah, it's I mean, true. Yeah, you yeah, do regular season. You know, just la- la- I know. We keep, I said the last thing to like three times. You yeah. don't have to say that. I know. I don't know why mm-hmm. because I feel like we we got to let the guy go at some point. But um, right, so I have a man crush right now on the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. Okay. I don't know how much you've seen them. Like I, this is my notes from like the Jags Cardinals game yesterday. Wow. So I watched the film and I write it down. But like. Have you have you seen like watch Jalen Ramsey and some? I know he's not a Florida boy, but he went to Florida State at least. Uh, they're just uh, unreal to me right now when I watch them on the defensive side of the ball. The Rams played them earlier in the season. I yes. flew up for the game, and um, I, I thought they 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 really get after quarterback, right? Really good, right? Man. And um, you know, a testament to Sean McVay as far as slowing them down a little bit yeah. with his with his uh, creativity and things, that right. type of stuff. Yeah. yeah, but as a whole, they get after the quarterback, they do, right? and they have about. Probably three ball hawks in the in the defensive backfield yeah, guys yeah. who are looking for big time plays, interceptions, and right. try to get to the end zone. So, got a lot of respect, man. I think the uh, the offense going to have to catch up with them All right. uh, for them to oh. be dangerous. Yeah, no, yeah, they're they're yeah. not going to catch up. Talk about the Blake Bortles. <laughs> Don't he's even the, talk about he's it. He's the worst. Don't talk about. It. All right, give me your who's who's going to the Super Bowl. I was going to ask that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, uh, I mean, I can never not say that the Rams aren't going as long as they are still in it mathematically. Right. So yes. I'm, I'm going to hang with that. You know, that's my that's my ticket to the game. So <laughs> I think but, you um, get a ticket no matter what. <laughs> but I'll I tell you what, I, I, I like what they're doing. I, I, I'm, I'm really waiting to see what happens versus Philadelphia. Yeah. And uh, that, that's going to be a good game. Both. And I think either one of those two or, or Minnesota can end up representing yeah. mm-hmm. the NFC in, that, uh, in the Super Bowl. But – on the other side, man, you have the usual suspects. I know, you know unfortunately, but um, you know, I'm I'm sure they don't care. But um, you know, you got the Patriots. I think the Patriots could could end up being in it again. Yeah, right. They're yeah. gonna be in it. I just don't see how that Pittsburgh zone defense can cover them all game long. And no, Tom's gonna pick that apart. Yeah. And who's right. your MVP right now? MVP of the league. Well, you know, personally, I always think that you should have who's the best quarterback 
of the league uh, award. Yes. Because they always shine a light on the quarterback oh, no as far doubt. as the best. And I, I think, you know, I mean, Dak Prescott, he proved that you need your offensive line and your running game. Right. Remove big Tyron, you, you, you see what happens. It's yeah. an issue. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'd have to say, uh, you know, I don't know. Who else can I say? Ours, the three quarterbacks that we're Anything down on to defense? is Brady, Wentz, and Russell Wilson. Those are the three guys that we're saying. But you're right. The quarterback gets way yeah. too much credit for all that crap. I'm going to pull up just the stats if you just want to see. Antonio Brown's Antonio's, of course, there. leading the NFL in receiving. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would say Calais Campbell gets most of the props for Jaguars in terms of that defense. It's not a great year. It's actually a year that maybe actually justifies the quarterback completely because there's no great running back that's just absolutely Alvin tearing apart. Now, if I had to give it to a position player, I could say Antonio Brown. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's what he's it's doing is pretty unreal. tremendous, man. Unreal. It's, it's, it's awesome. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming and hanging. Thanks man. for having me. We really appreciate yeah. it. Hall of Famer Thank you, Isaac Bruce, Thank man. You. Thank you. It'll be coming out in the next few weeks as this process goes down. And just remember, as you go and you talk with your friends or you're on the Twitter and you're giving your opinion, this is the kind of guy that has shattered record books. He was there before the greatest show on turf. He was featured in the greatest show on turf. And he is someone that I do not believe will be passed for a very long time. His name is Isaac Bruce. His number is 80. And he put the nail in the coffin in Super Bowl 34, so he's a winner too. He's a winner too. Isaac Bruce, you are the man, my friend. I appreciate you. Thank you guys, Sims and Lefko. Hope you enjoyed it. Hit us up on Instagram at Sims and Lefko for Sims. Peace out, homies. Fenger could say good evening. Isaac Bruce says, Shalom. (laughs) And the L-E-F-K-O-E says good night. We'll talk to you later.